Hello. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We made it through the week. We did. You're crushing it so far. It was a bit of a doozy after Halloween, but here we are. Yeah, and psyched for the weekend. Yes. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. What's on your mind this morning? So I was reading an article about this coaching platform called TeachFX. Okay. And I think the dressed up way to describe it is they use artificial intelligence to analyze your teaching, but I didn't know what that meant Okay. This, when I first saw it. Yeah, this sounds very futuristic. Yeah, like anytime you throw in the artificial intelligence, you're like, okay, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> but I watched a cool YouTube video about TeachFX, and this totally sounds like an ad for them. This is not an ad for TeachFX. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> totally cool to do it, because this app is cool. It records your lesson, Yeah. and just like voice memos on your phone, but obviously much cooler. Okay, so but it listens to you teach. It listens to you teach. Okay. I used to think it recorded loot recorded you like you had to set up a camera yeah but it just records audio okay and at the end of the lesson it gives you a data breakdown of how much you spoke versus how much the kids spoke versus how much silent time there is wow and this is where i think the artificial intelligence comes in because it records how many questions you ask oh my gosh and they measure the gap between when students are talking versus when you're talking as think time yeah. so it gives you feedback on how much think time there is in your lesson but Wow. They list it all out in a visual way so you can see that, okay, my teacher ratio, my speak time mm -hmm. was, you know, half the lesson. And then my kids' speak time was only a quarter of the lesson. Oof. Yeah. And there was some group time, another quarter of it, but there's very little silent time. Huh. Or you might see there was no group talk time and there was a little bit of teacher talk time and it was mostly student talk. That would be the coolest data to get. Totally cool. So like, I, sometimes I, you know, I, I think a lot of us are like this where we think we're doing one thing or in my mind it looks or sounds a certain way. And then you actually get real, you know, numbers around it and you realize, oh, shoot, I wasn't doing what I thought I was doing. Right. Like, oh, was I really lecturing for 20 straight minutes? Right. Or when I look at it and you see that, okay, there was teacher talk and then there was individual student talk. Mm -hmm. But then does that mean there was little collaboration in the lesson where mm. multiple students are talking at the same time? Hmm. Or did I have downtime at the wrong areas of the lesson? Yeah, and it would be cool to get that each day as a teacher just for yourself because you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing if there wasn't a ton of collaboration one day. Maybe your lesson was designed to have a lot of like independent writing and processing time or, or whatever, but if you, in your mind, you were creating like a, a collaborative, group-based, cooperative learning type lesson and you realized that you were speaking for 60% of it, then it didn't happen the way you meant it to, you no, know? No, It just shows that there's more data that's going into coaching now. And I'd never thought about, you know, yeah. apps going towards instructional coaching where they look at your think time or sorry, your speak time. Yeah. Because I remember a coach sitting in the back of the room with a stopwatch. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I was going to say that. Right. Keeping track of how much time you spoke versus how much time a student spoke. Yeah. But our, our phones can do it now where they just listen to our lesson and they can give us a readout of, you know, how much time I was talking versus how much time the kids were talking, how much wait time I have between my questions. That's how much, crazy. Right. How much collaboration there is. And it probably does a lot more, but this is just what I saw learning about TeachFX. Wow. So I, I, I think I want it. Like, it, yeah, I know there's a free trial. Yeah. Just, yeah, pull out your phone, record it. Then you can look at the data from your lesson. I would love to check that out. I wouldn't want it like tied to my performance or anything because like we said, it's so 
you know, it can vary so much why things are the way they are. But right. I think that would be fascinating to look at each day and like just have a little bit of a metacognitive moment about it. I like that you brought that up because in their promo video, they say that it's non-evaluative. Oh, just good, probably, good. You probably can make it an evaluative component if you want to. Yeah. But yeah, it's nice if it's just yours, it's private, it's just your data to right. see, okay, I can bring in more student questioning next mm -hmm. lesson because of what I saw today. Mm -hmm. It's like the nerdy ass where you'd have the iPad in the back and you'd watch film of yourself <laughs> teaching. Or I with, loved doing that. When your coach would film you and yeah. you'd, you know, look at yourself teaching, just more data to make you better. And I like this, that you know, it's, it's kind of impersonal because it's a computer giving you a readout right. of what you did during class. It's not another person, you know, kind of watching you. Yeah, it's not. it doesn't have a judginess to it at all. So, yeah, I think the whole artificial intelligence instructional coaching platform, huh. Yeah, it's actually a really, really great thing. Yeah, and it's probably only going to grow from here. Right. It sounds it sounds intimidating at first, but, you know, it's a, it's a friendly recording coach. Cool. So I, that, I would love to try that, honestly. That's mine. That's TeachFX. Okay. So that actually leads really perfectly into mine. I was just thinking this because when you were talking about TeachFX, I was thinking about reflection and how it would be really cool to, you know, have a sort of a data to help you reflect on your practice. And what I've been thinking about is actually student reflection. So I know we talked about NeuroTeach somewhat recently, but I'm really enjoying it. And there's a whole bit on it about student reflection. And I realized I've been doing it just really poorly. What do you mean? <laughs> so I've been in my head, I think I'm giving students time and space to reflect, but I think they're really just writing or saying what they think I want to hear. Yeah. They're you know? really good at that. They're it, so good at it. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to disappoint you. They want to impress you. And so they say what they think you want to hear. Wait, when you say reflect, are you talking about like behavior or they're learning from the class, like their mastery? Great question. So I think what I'm thinking of is true for both. What I've been using in my room is for academics. So like after a test, you know, having a reflection form, something like that. Ways that they can grow and improve on their achievement. Yeah. And actually think about their own practice and like, oh, I didn't actually study that much or I did, but I was super passive. I just reread the textbook or whatever. And you you're know? right. They're really good. I mean, I think that it's not that they're doing it in any malicious way. Oh, no. They're they're trying to please us and give us the thing that we're looking for. They're trying to answer yeah. it in a way that will say, hey, I hear you. I know that this is what you want us to be doing. I'm thinking about doing it. That's exactly right. Right. And I think reflection is actually, um, it's sort of a complicated process, you know, and at different developmental levels, they might the things that we take for granted in reflecting, they might not have that skill set yet. It's probably a super, you know, prefrontal cortex kind of thing yeah. to be reflective and to have that metacognition. We get it because we're adults, you know, reflecting helps you improve. Mm -hmm. But as a kid, especially, you know, an elementary kid or a middle schooler, what does it really mean to be reflective? So, of course, yeah. they're, they're kind of retelling what they think we want to hear. Right. You know, and so... There are different ways, and I'm still learning. I'm still really getting better. This is a new thing for me to to work on. But um, there are ways that you can structure questions or change the exercise to encourage more genuine reflection instead of like performative reflection. How do you structure it? It's really just the different questions. So I used to have questions like, how did you study? How mm -hmm. long did you study? In my head, those were good questions to push reflection. Right, like a well-meaning like how did you study? Right. It seems to make sense. Right. But instead, it now I'm trying to provide much more structure to it so that they're spending their energy 
on actually thinking of their practice rather than thinking of how to answer the question. So I provided like five study strategies um, and it was sort of a check all that apply, any or all that apply, right? Which of these did you do? And instead of just saying the old question of how did you study, they would be like, I, I read my notes, everyone. I read my notes. Right. And now having, you know, I made flashcards, I quizzed myself, I had a study buddy, you know, and checking or not checking the box, they're now stopping and thinking like, oh, I didn't even think about, no, I didn't have a study buddy. I didn't think of that. Right. You know? So you, you give them five options. Yeah. And they five different study strategies. Yeah. And they checked, I don't remember how many. Yeah. And then they checked off which ones they did. Yeah. I like that. It's sort of, you know, a checkbox reflection. What did you do? Yeah. You're giving them those options. And yeah, it does show them, oh, I didn't think of doing that. Why did I make this choice? Right. And then some open-ended questions to follow about, you know, what would you like to do differently next time? Um, you know, what are you proud of, et cetera. And then also showing them, this took a little bit more time, but looking at multiple choice questions and whether they were factual memory-based questions or more analytical questions, right? Yeah. And like getting them to be metacognitive about like, wow, I'm really good at memorizing, but I had a hard time applying that in a more analytical manner. And like, that's really cool for them to be able to learn about themselves, you know? I actually think that's, yeah, that's quite clever. Because when you give the the options, mm-hmm. you know, those five different options, they have to be discerning about which one's better than the other one. Yeah. And it's almost making the reflection more rigorous because they have to give a deeper level answer mm-hmm. of why they cho- why they made that choice. Yeah. And they're not just giving you the stock answer of, oh, I read my notes. Exactly. It's, so, you're almost scaffolding reflection for them. That's, that's a really good way of saying it. I think that is what it is. Because you're right, they can't do it on their own just yet, but they are capable of doing it, you know? But, and when you give them those check boxes or those options of how they reflected, and then they can talk about what was be- why one was better than the other one. Mm-hmm. Or which one's more natural for them, but you th- know? That's good. Yeah, I really like it. I'm still learning, but it's something I'm definitely going to keep doing. It's probably something that you can't have choice overload with. Like you only gave them five options as opposed to giving them, you know, 15 things from bank to pull from. Right. Or like zero options where they're, again, it's just like, I don't, well, I don't know I don't what know. I did. I guess I read my notes. I'm not sure. Well, that's yeah. a pretty fun Friday morning conversation. Yeah. And now we're ready to start the day. Somewhat nerdy though. Eh? <laughs> well, we are nerds. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you all for listening. Happy Friday. I hope it's super smooth. Yeah. And go get it. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.